Hello there. I welcome you to Faith Matters and Unpopular Convictions. I'm Vuisega Ulana. This is your connection to clarity. Well, today, I want to talk about my testimony. I want to talk about how Jesus Christ was revealed to me. Close to 11 years of being a Christian. Yeah, you had that right. I was seeking for something authentic, basically. And I wanted to know why we cannot see the ministry of Jesus Christ in the church today. There was something odd. I saw the healing deliverance ministries and they lacked something for some reason. I felt like they lacked something or they did not look like the ones Jesus had entrusted to his disciples. So I decided to go on a fast and I wanted God to really give me clarity in that fasting of what exactly is happening. And I wanted God to show me his ways basically and his power. I wanted all of this because I was really in a dry season in my life and I just wanted clarity, that's all. And when my friends and I started this fasting, the first two days were not so great for me as I was so disconnected and I missed my cell phones, I missed my sleeping. So on day two, I kind of gave in to the flesh and when I gave into the flesh, I, I slept when I wasn't supposed to be sleeping because at that particular time, I was supposed to be praying. Now, trust me when I say that there are consequences for everything. And the consequences of that were that I really had those weird dreams, lucid dreams, sleep paralysis. I was tormented by spirits. There was just a lot happening in my dream life at that particular time. I had these dreams before, but now they really heightened with the fact that I was going on a fasting. So they creeped me out because I didn't feel like I should be having those dreams. I am fasting, right? I might be doing it all wrong. But anyway, I've tried something. It is an initiative. So when I woke up in day three, I really said to myself, this is my time to decide on whether I will be continuing with the fasting or, or not. So to be honest, I didn't feel like there was something good that would come out of it. And I had fasted before and I knew when God was in it. And this time it felt as though he was just not in it. So I remember the day. I remember that day because I had to go to a group meeting um, sometime around one. And that was day three, of course. So when I went there, I tried before I went there, I tried so hard to read the Bible and get something out of the word. But I was unsuccessful in that attempt. So I came back, I, I left. And then when I came back, I asked God why he is, he is so stingy with his power. I mean, we see fake preachers, we see fake healers and fake teachers everywhere. And he will not even show me the real thing because all I was testing for was the real thing. Where is your power, God? I see that there is a deliverance ministry, but I feel like that is not the one you ordained. That is not the one you agree with. So now I'm all I'm just asking for you to show me the real thing. That was all. So I was really feeling like, is that too much? I was I was ready to settle it in my heart though that God might not be willing to show me at least not now maybe so I cried myself to bed and when I went to bed before I I slept God really spoke to me and I opened my Bible at least this time I wanted to open my Bible because I wanted him to save me from the tormenting from the 
from the demon the, the demons were haunting me in my dreams and in my sleep so i wanted no power but i needed deliverance and it was as sincere as that i needed deliverance and there it was waiting for me guess what when i opened my bible to the book of isaiah 59 well that scripture i always say that is where my salvation started it explained everything it changed the game oh it is a game changer so god was telling me that he has the abilities he is capable of saving me but my iniquities have separated me from him so i did not think this was even relevant to me how could he be talking about iniquities what iniquities was he talking about but now i can i can't really get into all the details but god was talking about breaking the law or rather my disobedience as the reason for some of the things that I go through in my life so which I will be talking about right now so God really spoke to me in that verse telling me how um how I could have possibly disobeyed him I know that you will have questions but you know what as I continue I will really fill you in and it, everything will be clear I trust in the holy spirit to make it clear for you too so basically he was telling me that i must have been disobedient through sin you know and sin is really a, a a big word and it's an it's a it's an umbrella name for 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 other concepts such as transgression trespassing and iniquities you see or rather i'd, I'd say for transgression and trespassing both of those words and then sin is missing the mark and so god was really telling me that there is sin in my life obviously and we all know that there is sin at some point in our lives so he he continued to tell me that okay there is a word transgression which means to change in a move or or to go on what to to digress basically you don't go the way you're supposed to go you go on another way so the third word which is trespassing which we all know that is going beyond the boundaries of a law you see if you are given a word then you go beyond that word and don't do what you are said what and don't do what god says you should do or basically you do what god says you shouldn't do and then there is a word which is inequities which is very important for for my testimony inequities which means to bend or twist or to be morally flawed and when transgression and trespassing are constantly being done being like are constantly done by a person that person becomes morally flawed or bended and basically to to have inequity is just the word inequity is the difference um is the opposite basically of the word righteousness when you are a righteous person you are in front of god which means you are in line with the law of god i mean and then when you have iniquity you are bended you are morally flawed you don't know the law of god you are no longer in line with the law of god that is the better way to say it and so your lies become your truth when you have what when you when you have an iniquity which means you are morally flawed so god was saying i am separated from him because of some moral flaws i was perplexed because my belief has always been sincere and i really was asking myself what exactly is the problem and i did feel god's presence in my life it's just that i wanted more of it so god gave me an exercise and this is the exercise that changed everything you know the exercise was for me to write about every area in my life that i had no control in 
everything that was bothering me because I couldn't control. And then I literally wrote many of those areas. Um, those areas include sleep paralysis, obviously, my sleeping patterns as like I couldn't really sleep in the right time and I couldn't control how I sleep. I really couldn't. Insomnia and sleep paralysis in between those sleeping periods, you see. And then um, there was uh, cell phone addiction, habitual procrastinations. They were just among many other things. There were many things. So God said, these were the areas of my iniquity, which means in those areas, I am banded. Okay, so in those areas, I am bended. I am not in line with the law in those areas. So I was morally bended in those areas and I had no control over them. So God told me that having no control, what, what having no control meant, it meant that I once transgressed and I trespassed God's law. And therefore I erred greatly. And this means basically to sin, to miss the mark. And the basic word for, for sinning is that you err greatly, you make a big error, you see. So that is what God was really saying to me. And I didn't really understand all those things because I have been a Christian for like close to 11 years now, you see. So I didn't understand what all this meant. And then God continued telling me that moral flaws and iniquity, they are indicators of continuous disobedience. You don't just become morally flawed. And that in Samuel 1. So in 1 Samuel, in 1 Samuel 15 verse 23, the word says, Rebellion is as a spirit of witchcraft and stubbornness as iniquity and idolatry. So the last part intrigued me because I am talking about iniquity like for now and God says that the more stubborn a person is the more that person is resisting being corrected or being changed and the more you become morally flawed that means the more you become stiff you know you don't want to come to the law the more you you really become bended and twisted and not a part of the kingdom of god the more you become separated from the kingdom of god and then it says here and um when you are morally flawed you no longer serve the truth because your truth your lies are your truth and that is where you are separated from god which means whatever you do your moral code and everything they show a spirit of idolatry there is an another spirit you are serving which is not the spirit of god and therefore you have made what you have violated one of god's laws which is do not have any other gods you see so you have what you have already violated it you have committed a sin of idolatry that is why this verse says stubbornness is as as is as iniquity and iniquity as idolatry so um you serve the god of your moral flaws in that place so in my case i was that person i resisted the change in some in some areas of my life so now they controlled me and in that area unless i could fully repent those areas had their gods and not the one true god that means i was really not in god's control but i was in the control of the gods of my moral flaws so like for instance if we look at the addictions addictions are also inequities that means you are no longer in line with the truth but you are in line with your what with your addiction then we commit the sin of idolatry through that like for instance i mentioned cell phone addiction cell phone addiction has its god 
about there are many spirits involved in it but for now i would like to talk just about tail bearing you know when you always have your cell phone it connects you to millions of people around the world it connects you to the lives of people around you you know so and so is up to this so and so is up to that facebook and everything and that is tail bearing you see because by the time you meet another person you have something to say about so and so and something you wouldn't have known had it not been for that cell phone and i am not talking about using your cell phone i am just talking about using your cell phone excessively to such a point that it controls you yeah i hope i'm making sense and there is a god there and there is a spirit which is tail bearing and overeating for instance there is a spirit there there is a spirit of what of gluttony so god in a way was telling me that the areas that separated me from him there were that they had other gods in those areas that means i was serving in other in other altars sorry when it came to those what to those areas and the saddest thing is that i found myself doing what i myself did not want to do like in romans 7 verse 17 where apostle paul explains that it is no longer him who sins but the sin inside him so what happens when you have iniquity there's a sin that lives inside you and it continues to just make you do things that you you no longer want to do and god showed me this very clearly that when you have a god in an area whenever you want out there is a spirit that is assigned to you to keep you in and as long as you try to resist it the more it will torment you that was just the situation i was in i had sinned in the past i had broken the law by serving other gods i have sought for advice outside god i have partaked in some altars you know when we talk about altars people think that oh gosh it's those witchcraft things but then witchcraft is very subtle guys witchcraft is very subtle we would think that when we talk about witchcraft we talk about very big things i mean big things but it's very subtle and one day i will get the chance to talk about that we still have a long way to go and continuing coming to this situation and i was saying that this was just the situation i was in there was just a spirit um that was assigned to keep me sinning to keep me in um in bowing in reverence to the god of those areas where i had moral flaws and the more i didn't do it the more there was what there was torment and then i did say i had broken the law by serving other gods and that was it the spirit of idolatry as i said so i needed deliverance and at first i really thought to myself that I'll try to keep the law myself. But God reminded me that I had no control over these areas for quite a long time. So the question was, why didn't I try to control myself over the past maybe um 10 years or what whatever? Yes, why didn't I try to control them? Why didn't I try to keep the law and take the law, adopt it and make it a part of me? But there was something that God really showed me in that particular day and he it was that the law is outside 
the law is outside and the spirit assigned to me is inside so there is a problem when something outside fights something on the inside something that is outside it really doesn't have much of legal rights it doesn't really have much um jurisdiction over what is inside but it can only judge and make judgments and really tell its own perspective of what is actually happening on the inside without actually coming on the inside and then really helping out so god revealed to me that this law is outside but this tormenting spirit is inside so the spirit attaches itself to the desires of the flesh and that's another advantage of sin sin always stays in the desires of the flesh because flesh is always there i really couldn't avoid sleeping i mean i could have just said that you know what i stop sleeping but i have to go on sleeping and when i go to sleep because it's what my body needs i couldn't completely stop eating because the flesh needed me to do those things and then that's where the enemy comes in he just makes me to do these things excessively he puts me into an altar through the things i could have done through the things that i should do but shouldn't do them excessively and then that's where he takes the opportunity so he he attaches himself to these things that we do with our flesh but the law is outside so it was really a problem for me to really come and and take the law grab it and put it on the inside that is why i was in i was in this kind of um a problem for like a long time so i needed god to give me this solution i really asked god where is the solution and what is the solution and because the law clearly cannot help me so i couldn't take an outside law to fight an inside demon i needed something that will also fight from the inside and so i needed the spirit of god to get inside me and then that was just the spirit of jesus christ being revealed to me and i really saw that jesus was being manifested in my life as the one who takes away my sins because guys we can never fight sins from the outside we can fight sins from the inside there needs to be a spirit from the inside and as i will continue to talk about um those things i do hope that you do join me in the next episodes as you will get to understand what i'm really talking about because all i needed was jesus to be manifested as the one who takes away my sins i needed jesus to give me the spirit of god so that the spirit of god could live inside of me and then when it is inside of me to fight idolatry to fight the sins i had done so the fasting continued and it had many revelations which i really cannot do it like all of it now so i hope you tune in next time to get to hear how jesus christ changed it all and how i met jesus there is more to come there is an interesting part to come god the game changer i am your connection to uh, i am your connection yes you come to clarity and we meet again stay tuned